Hey, welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, Megan. Today, I have a new guest who's never been on the show before, Hotep Anthony. Hello. How you guys doing today? Hi. So, um, tell the good people who you are. I am Hotep Anthony of another local podcast called Just Got Just. We're stationed in Orlando, Florida, similar to you. Um, (laughs) Is that not something they know or... Um, I don't know. You know. I think I've mentioned that I live in Florida. I don't okay. think I've mentioned that I live in Orlando. Well, so thanks for in, outing uh, me. Florida somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, we are a somewhat theological, somewhat philosophical podcast in which we uh, tackle the hard-hitting topics such as which eggnog you should drink for Christmas and, um, you know, did Jesus, you know, care about you at all? So those type of topics, <laughs> we, could, we have a pretty dynamic range. Um, so yeah, I, I highly recommend listening to us. I'm not biased. It's just a good show. <laughs> cool, cool. So today we are going to talk about a movie that we saw, and usually we'll watch a cable television uh, show. Uh, but this time we went to Netflix mm-hmm. and we watched The Christmas Prince. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a. It was quite the movie. I um. It's so interesting these movies just because I never know what exactly the point is because I feel like they've been done and done and done ad nauseum, right? Like, there's nothing new about this movie, right? Right. So I always find myself going into these movies, well, I can't go in, like, expecting a plot twist or anything serious. Something a bit more I kind of have to expect from the movie. Uh, and when I when I do look for that more, I do kind of... Uh, I actually end up kind of enjoying it a little bit, uh, I will say, so... Yeah. When you kind of check your brain at the door, you have more fun? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I checked on, like, Netflix. Sorry, not Netflix. Um, well, here's the thing about Netflix. I, I looked it up, and it had a 96%, like, you would like this rating, which I was really? a bit appalled <laughs> with myself. Uh, what else are you watching that you think is skewing nothing. you towards us? I watched, like, you know, Breaking Bad and the Ozarks and, you know, all these dark, gritty shows. They're uh, like, you need this. You're watching too many gritty <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, I was, I was actually very surprised. So I thought, oh, maybe there's some, like, you know, some gore or some drug references in this, uh, <laughs> this movie that would have been surprising but um, yeah yeah it was just like a and then i checked on uh on just like all these other movie review websites and people seem to be pretty infatuated with this movie they say it's like kind of cheesy and whatnot but oh, sure. they seem to really enjoy it which yeah after watching it I, I get it yeah it was funny i saw that netflix i guess their twitter account they said that there were I don't know, 19 people who watched it like 58 days in a row or something. Yeah, I saw that. And they were like, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, should, should I say what I liked about it? Or what do you, what, anything in particular you want me to go into detail about? Or Well, before we do that, mm-hmm. how much experience do you have with the made-for-TV movie and the made-for-TV romance? Um... Very little. I used to have to watch Lifetime a lot as a kid when I only had cable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what, that was just what was on in my house. But past, yeah, I haven't seen like a movie like this since I was like 16 years old, I don't think. So I have very little experience. So your family was into Lifetime movies, that's why? Uh, more so my mom and my grandma. But yeah, uh, it's not like I was paying attention to these movies. They were just They're on. just on. Yeah, and you can kind of get familiar with, like, they have a certain feel to it. I don't know. I can't explain <laughs> it. It just, you can just look at it, and it's something about the lighting of the camera, the 
way everything looks to just the general aesthetic where it's like, yeah, okay, this is a Lifetime movie. Um, I got that same feeling from, from this movie as well. So Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, but I still enjoyed it. Like I said, it was enjoyable. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go through the plot a little bit. It's about a girl named Amber. Her mother, I think, is deceased. Her dad runs a deli. They live in New York City. She's a junior editor at a magazine. And you get the general impression that, like, no one takes her seriously. And she wants to be a writer. And then she gets sent to some fake country. Do you remember what the fake country was called? Aldovia. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, um, what's that movie? The Princess Diaries, how they have a, a fake country. And it's like, its main export is pears or whatever. <laughs> well, what was the name of that country? Do you I think it was Genovia. Genovia. So it was... Right, yeah. I, I, I was thinking something like that, too. Um, yeah. I, get, I was like, this sounds like something else. And that's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> I think all, like, fake countries that are in Europe have Ia at the yeah. end. That's like, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> it's a bad movie trope. <laughs> um, oh, fun fact. I don't know if you knew this. This has nothing to do with the movie we saw, but it's just mm-hmm. something I found interesting. Okay. Um, Chandra Rhimes wrote the second um, Princess, Princess Diaries, Diaries movie. <laughs> yes. That actually makes a lot of sense. I've seen none of her stuff, but from what I hear, it makes a lot of sense. Does it? Yeah. Oh, it made yeah, like no sense to me. And like Grey's Anatomy and all that cheese. She, oh, yeah. She, she excels at cheese from what I've heard. Yeah. Dramatic cheese. Dramatic cheese. <laughs> yeah, that was like a no drama cheese. It was like about how she was a princess and she had to entertain other princesses at her palace. Oh, that's actually the one I saw with Raven Timon. I have a big crush on Raven Timon. I don't remember her being in it. No? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. It could be. I mean, I'd she was a Disney it. person, yeah, so. Yeah. I'd, I'd bet a lot of money on that. <laughs> so. Uh, so have you seen all the Cheetah Girls then? I've seen, well, so the answer to that is actually yes, but I can only remember the first one, and that's, like, marginal. I've seen the Cheetah Girls only once, like, called the entire series once, whereas High School Musical, I've seen those multiple times, for reasons <laughs> we don't really need to get into. <laughs> I saw the third High School Musical in theaters. <laughs> oh, did you? I did not, but I regret it. I yeah. I was the only person there except for one woman who had brought her small child, and oh. I wanted to laugh, but like the small child was enjoying it earnestly, and I I couldn't I couldn't laugh. So you had a fascination with bad movies all the way back then, or oh, ever since the nineties, oh, yeah. Nice. Okay, this is well installed within you. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, back to this movie. She's at Aldovia, which is a totally fake country, and she's supposed to get um, the story about this Prince Richard guy, who may or may not be uh, renouncing the, the crown yeah. or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, he is basically, people will believe him to be advocating his throne ship. Is that a word? I don't know. But they think he's just <laughs> throne <gonna>, ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically, what they, the general idea of him from the public view is that he is just some playboy millionaire type philanthropist guy who... Uh, or philanderer, rather. Who, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> people uh, have positive yeah. associations with philanthropists. Uh, but yeah, essentially he doesn't want to do any real work. He just wants to be um, a philanderer instead. Yeah. Yeah. And we never really got like a good understanding of like how this country is run. I felt like it was kind of modeled after England where like the monarchy is... Um, 
they don't really have a lot of power and they're mm-hmm. just kind of figureheads and then they have a parliament and they have a prime minister. The prime minister and the parliament are there later to like vote who gets to be the king at yeah, the end. Yeah, in the last scene or the, the penultimate scene. Right, right yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, very much so like in the end. I, I presume, you know, who needs yeah. monarchs anymore, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> it, yeah. So the level of concern about him being prince or not is like never really addressed. We don't know if it like really matters if this guy ends up being king or not because we have no idea like what sort of monarchy it is. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not really important. (laughs) So she goes and she's with the press and they um, are there for an announcement of some sort that the press office of the palace is throwing. Yeah, like the prince's mom is supposed to be, or one of them, the prince's royal council, is supposed to be announcing when he's going to take over the throne, essentially. And so that's what they were there for, the press. Yeah. Yeah. And it was strange because they have a tradition in this country that, like, after the king dies, you wait a year to the next Christmas time, and then you bring in the prince. This is why the movie's called The Christmas Prince, is because the prince is always made king on Christmas. Mm, also very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For their plot. <laughs> but it was kind of strange to like make an official announcement when everyone kind of assumed that already. I mean, I know you always get official announcements mm-hmm. for things that you know are happening. Like, yeah. Anyways, but it still felt strange. Especially when it's like a royal lineage. It's like, well, yeah, okay. The son's going to become prince. It's yeah, how this that's, works. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Plot convenience, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I, yeah. I, I wave that. I let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> and then they don't actually know what's gonna happen. So they say, we don't have any comment at this time. So they're the ones who called the meeting, and then they say, we have no comments at this time. And the press, I thought, were hilarious at this time. Now, I've not really, like, seen a ton of, mm. like, press junket stuff, <laughs> yeah, except okay. for, like, clips they pull of people answering questions. Uh-huh. But you'd think everyone would be yelling at questions, but they kind of just react like, aww. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, what are they going to do? They can't ask all these pressing questions. In a, in they're a the press. That's what they do. That's all they do. Yeah. I mean, they were, they, job. Was, they, they, I think they conveyed the fact that they were disappointed. <laughs> well but, yeah. Yeah. They just, I don't know. They sounded like, like just a regular audience that was like disappointed, like, oh man. And it was just like, you're the press. Aren't you going to like yell at them and like try to get a story? But like, no, they're just like, oh, yeah. (laughs) So that felt odd. They definitely conveyed their, their frustration (laughs) points for that. (laughs) Yeah. So then she's supposed to go back to the hotel where all this other media are staying. Mm -hmm. And then she'll come back to New York without a story because there is no story. And um, she doesn't want to do this because she feels like this is her big chance. So she goes ahead and sneaks in. Yeah, international offense, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) That is smart. Risk your life for a a fluff piece or whatever we call these things. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, But again, plot convenience. You you need something. I appreciated her tenacity. There you go. She was very tenacious, but it was really easy for her to sneak in. I mean, she did go into the side entrance where people were hustling and bustling, getting decorations Mm -hmm. in and out, but it didn't seem like that hard. It also didn't seem like she had a plan. I know. She was just snapping photos of like the hall. That was her big plan. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what she was going to do with that. And like, (laughs) Did she really think she wasn't going to get caught in a palace? 
yeah, it was just like yeah, um, it's unique logic she had to to take to make yeah. that decision. She's more of an actor than a thinker. She's exactly. like, I'm gonna do this thing now. Yeah. Then she did the thing. She definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> But somebody, um, and everyone here has, like, a British accent, so I don't know what the history of this place is, if they had, like, some colonial force that's still there or something. That was a pretty Aldovian accent. That was... <laughs> Solid <laughs> Aldovian. Yeah. It was European, or, yeah, it was just a British accent. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So he's like, uh, who are you? Why are you here? And she's like, uh, and then somebody comes up and is like, oh, you must be the um, tutor for the princess, uh, because the prince has a little sister. And she's like, yeah, I'm totally that American tutor that you have, which is interesting. I mean, I guess there's no rules that say you can't have a tutor that's American. It just seemed very convenient that it would be an American tutor that was already in place. <laughs> also, it's like, you're British, right? Or you're Aldovian, whatever. Right. You speak English fairly well. I don't even know what you're learning right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know either. So, I don't know. And the great thing was, is like, this journalist didn't have like multiple interests where she's like, Oh, it's a good thing that I have a background in, in history or science or mm. whatever to teach this kid to yeah. kind of fake it. She doesn't know anything but English. So she like teaches this girl how to write, but the girl is like pretty articulate and yeah. is fine. <laughs> Does not need this help at all. Yeah. That, that was probably the, the well, <laughs> I don't say that was the least believable part of this movie, but I, that's, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. But, yeah, you, you can't you can't go into it thinking it has to be believable. Because that's when you lose the magic, you know? Yeah, that's true. And that's what we're here for. We're here to, to rip apart the magic of Christmas. <laughs> oh, I do that on the daily. It's my favorite time of year. So, just ripping things. Just ripping, yeah. yeah. Just like walking into malls and being like, you're all... Yeah. Buying into capitalist exactly. nonsense it's and you should Christmas run. more like consumerist <laughs> day. Yeah, okay, never mind. That was bad. Uh, <laughs> we'll but, workshop it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll edit that out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so now she's this girl's tutor and the tutor isn't supposed to be there for two weeks, but she's like, oh, I thought I'd come early because my last assignment ended early or whatever. Yeah. And so they're like, I guess. And no one asks her for any credentials. No one asks her for her driver's license. Everyone's like, that sounds good. So she now lives there as a tutor. Do you know what happens next? I do. But I'm trying to, what, what was her tutor name? Was it Heather or something? I guess it doesn't really matter. But uh, I don't remember what her tutor name was. Name, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, she, she feigns uh, being a tutor. Um, for a while, and she starts to. Her little sister, uh, the prince's little sister, is her subject of tutelage. Um, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but uh, her student. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> the best way to say it. <laughs> and uh, she has uh, was it cerebral palsy, or she has a uh, spinal bifida. I think yes, 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 that. that's correct. Uh, and so you know, she's like disabled. Um, not entirely sure that was crucial to the plot. No, I was cool with it because it didn't feel icky. Sometimes when you have, like, a disabled character, it becomes kind of gross. But I thought they handled it pretty well. She was a feisty person. Yeah, she was, yeah. She's probably my favorite character. Yeah. Um, Very regal. Probably the most grown-up of any of the cast members. (laughs) 
Uh, I like the mom. Mom. Oh yeah, she was in it for like a second. Um, but yeah, she, uh, sometimes she, those are your favorite characters. They don't have uh, enough time to do something stupid. annoying or stupid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she kind of orchestrates the whole thing. But essentially, she finds out that. Uh, um, well, okay, they set her up as some type of prankster and that she essentially scared away her last tutor. So she's supposed to be like this mean girl, right? Right. Um, and then she pulls a prank on this new Amber lady who's a, a fraud. But um, she's pulled some pranks on her and uh, eventually she finds out... Oh, Sorry, um, it doesn't really matter to the plot, but it was funny. Mm-hmm. When, she f- when Amber, as the tutor, meets um, the princess, the prince, and uh, the queen... She does this crazy marionette-looking curtsy. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then, like, knocks over a Ming vase. Yeah. And I was wondering, how many Ming vases are there in the world compared to, like, Ming vases in, like, fictional universe? Because I feel like there's so many Ming vases and things. They're just so easy to break. They're great for plot development. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the little girl... What is her name again? Heather? No. The no, little girl. Little girl. Uh, Subject of two Keep um, Keep talking, and I'll... I'll Try to find it. She uh, eventually she finds out that this Amber chick is a fraud, right? Emily. Emily. That's there. Right. You go. She finds out that Emily is a fraud, and she uses that to blackmail her. In- oh no, the little girl's Emily. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Emily finds Emily, the little girl, finds out that Amber, the fraud, is a fraud, and uh, and she uses that to blackmail her into letting her not take classes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, essentially being able to like. She lets her stay as a, tu- as a tutor for her under the guise of, uh, like, being a reporter. So, oh, yeah, that's right. So that she can tell the real story about her brother. What's his name? Philip? Harry? Richard. Richard. Okay. Um, because the media, she says the media has a wrong idea about him. I hope that was clear enough. I don't know if it is. No. Yeah, no. Okay. The Emily wants people to know the real Richard. She wants the uh reporter to do a real story and mm-hmm. so she's not going to turn her in but she is still going to blackmail her into letting her not take classes <laughs> exactly yeah so they just like bake cookies the entire time instead of actually studying but um, it's like the two weeks around christmas so like who cares <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and she yeah she was there two weeks early anyway so she's not even really supposed to be studying right right so in case you were worried about poor emily and her education she'll be fine yeah, yeah she's a smart kid so at one point, uh, the prince is doing archery outside, and they go down to have a better look at what he's doing. And then um, Emily gets a turn, and then she gets a turn. But I guess she's like so enamored with the prince that she's just kind of like goofily looking up at him, <laughs> and <laughs> manages to smash a window and uh, put the arrow into like a priceless piece of art that's on the wall. <laughs> So this is the trope of I'm the main lovable girl and the reason that you love me is because I'm terribly klutzy (laughs) and relatable. (laughs) Yeah. I actually don't remember that. Well, I remember the archery scene, but I don't remember her breaking anything. I don't know. I don't know why I don't. I don't know why I don't remember that. Um, It was just, yeah, yeah. all the same. And then there was another weird thing that happened in that scene. They thought... Someone had said something about lopping off Richard's head. And then Emily said, better than lopping something else off. Oh. And I was yeah. like, what does that mean? <laughs> I, uh, I think you know what that means. <laughs> but why would you say that of your brother? That's such a weird thing to say. I don't know. Maybe it's an Aldovian thing. It's an Aldovian culture. That yeah. more vulgar there. Yeah. Uh, it, so it would seem. And then she's like, your ears, I mean. Right? Yeah. 
which is totally attached to your head. <laughs> so if you're going to lie, don't lie like that. Yeah, lie, well. <laughs> lie better, <Yeah>. little kid. <laughs> Especially if you're going to be a prankster. Exactly, yeah. You have to be a better liar. Pretty amateur uh, uh, amateur faint there. She, she, yeah. yeah. She, she could have done better, but that's besides the point, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was that was one line that really like wrong <laughs> wrong like, like uh? well, this is what makes this, this a bad movie. This is <laughs> completely unbelievable. Why would an eight year old say this? How old was she? You think she's about like 12, 15, 12 13, something like that? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we see uh, Sophia and the cousin. Yes, was that his cousin? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, Peter. I think his name was. That could be wrong. We'll go with that, because okay. I don't know. Yeah. Let's say his name is Peter. And then Sophia was his ex-girlfriend. The, so, Prince, so Peter is Richard's cousin. Yes. Right? So Peter is Prince Richard's cousin. And Sophia is Prince Richard's ex-girlfriend. And I believe Peter has a crush on Sophia. Yes. Right, okay. Um, and so this is what, the Christmas party they're having, right? Yeah, where uh, they have jellied meats. Yeah, they have jelly meats, and they're all, uh, that sounds disgusting. I don't know what that means. Is that just meat with jelly on it? Um, I think it's an aspic. Uh, okay, well. Which is where you take, like, the the gelatin and the fat out of, like, mm-hmm. bones and whatever, and then you, like, put it with hot water and do some sort of process, and then it's, like, jelly, but it's, like, suet-flavored. Oh, okay. I've never had it, <laughs> but Julia Child was like really big into it. Oh, Julia Child's into it. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, yeah, so this whole scene, this is a bit of a complicated scene, actually. Because um, there's some acorns and there's a, it's an acorn ornament. Do you, you know what So there's like. Yeah, so yeah. there's two separate like events and mm-hmm. um, Emily wants Amber to go to these events and typically the help isn't allowed but because she's now like the guest of Emily she's allowed to go so she is on her phone like taking pictures and being rather conspicuous about it but um, she sees there's like some tension between Peter and Richard and between Sophia and Richard and then we find out later that uh, she and Richard uh, used to date and then later there's another event where they're decorating a tree and it's all like handmade ornaments and uh, there's a acorn and it was the very last thing that his dad had made before he died and it was a gift to his mom yes exactly and yes I got a handmade ornament very well crafted um, and yeah basically they wanted to let the reader or the viewer know that the king was big into like enjoying life small things kind of like you know living uh i don't know i don't know what the best way to put it but he liked to make things with his hands and then he also liked to enjoy the outdoors and etc um enjoy people it, right. just, it just painted him to be a very nice guy essentially they that's what it seemed like they were trying to accomplish in that scene um at least to me yeah yeah no i think that's true uh and then also there's like another scene where she's just like it's like this big regal event a regal christmas party and she's there on like van sneakers she wears the same sneakers throughout the entire movie. Does she? Yeah, she has, like, red Converse on the entire time. Well, perhaps she only has one pair of shoes. Which doesn't make any sense, because if we go into a... Do you, what, did she wear Converse's to the press conference? I think so, yeah. Hmm. Americans. <laughs> They're the oh, worst. <laughs> uh, so then what, what happens after that? Because... 
Because that's uh, like around the middle. From after that is when she does. Or is that after, is that after that? Oh, so there's um, there's an event uh, for the orphanage. Okay, yeah. And uh, the prince decides to hang out with the orphans at the orphanage rather than go to the fundraiser event. Mm-hmm. And it's traditional that the um, heir apparent, I guess, or the actual uh, king... Uh, does some sort of like reading or um, speech at it so everyone expected him to be there and also it would be a great time for him to like announce that he is actually going to take the throne and stop the speculation yeah um so there's some press people there and uh amber almost gets recognized and the whole thing almost comes tumbling down but she manages to like escape and then she ends up finding richard playing with these uh preteens and teens and it's supposed to be like this really heartwarming thing of like, oh look, he like prefers to be like with people than like making a big show of himself. Mm-hmm. And that's all good. <laughs> Except like you have to imagine that there's like some economic and political ramifications yeah. to like <laughs> having all of this like hand wringing over is he gonna be king or not? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's kind of the same feeling I left with him. Like, oh this is cool, he's a nice guy, but like he's also hugely irresponsible. So Maybe he should not be king after all, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he still has some growing to do, actually. Because, like, he could totally hang out with the orphans the next day or the day before, just not today, because you would have, like, another responsibility. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to mention that it might adversely impact the fundraiser itself, which the whole point is to, like, raise money for this orphanage, and yeah. now you may have negatively impacted it. So, anyways, ridiculous, but it's a shortcut so that we understand that he's, like, not into fame, yeah. is into people. So, what's her face? Sophia <laughs> is not... <laughs> so many faces. Um, Sophia is not into Peter, um, but is into Richard, and is trying to get Richard to believe that like you could only be a successful king if you were with me because I understand the ins and outs of this and we were so good together and like I know we broke up but we could get back together and he's like ain't gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) Um, he tries pretty forcefully though yeah (laughs) Uh, they have a little they share a little kiss they have a little she gives him a little taste he's like no I'm good Um, so yeah she definitely tried yeah. Um, and Amber, unfortunately, sees the kiss and doesn't hear any part of the conversation and makes an assumption that they're back together. <laughs> and she's all upset um, because now she's in love with the prince, I guess. Yeah. I, that was also another thing that I was like... <laughs> I going to say I'm a little... So, like, you know, they always be like, oh, this prince is a great guy. Like, he's so hot, et cetera, et cetera. I personally, I'm like, okay, is he attractive? Is he, like, super attractive? He just kind of looks like a guy to me, right? <laughs> I don't know. I could be wrong about these things, but he didn't seem like he was falling in love at first sight material. That's just my personal opinion. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Were you were you swooning? Were you swooning? Um, I mean, he does have kind of a generic face. So I maybe would prefer a face with a little more character, but on the whole, he's a hot guy. And a hot guy is a hot guy, so. Oh, okay, I, can do, I, can, I guess I'm just wrong about this. But he wasn't particularly charming. Like, he was good at smizing at some points when he was giving his lines. So I'm mm. like, oh, look, you're doing a thing. But, like, for the most part, he was just kind of like, I have an accent. Yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, I like accents, don't get me wrong. But it's not a lot to hang your hat on. 
Yeah. I left feeling exactly. My my hat wasn't hanging. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was just my my gripe. Like he was no like Zac Efron or Jake Gyllenhaal. That's a whole other conversation. I mean, I don't know if Jake Gyllenhaal is like my cup of tea necessarily, but Zac well, Efron's a good pull. Well, again, another conversation. Jake Gyllenhaal, I, I firmly believe, should be everyone's cup of tea. Uh, we'll get into that later, I guess. Or sure. never. <laughs> Maybe that's for the best. <laughs> Pin that conversation. Yeah. But yeah, they don't do a ton in terms of them, like, falling in love until the snow bite, snow ball fight scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, she takes Emily out on a toboggan. And responsibly, dare I say so. Irresponsibly or responsibly? Irresponsibly. You you don't think toboggans are safe enough? Oh well just not for children with spinal bifida who, you know, has spinal bifida. <laughs> <laughs> I would at least have the you know I would have trained staff with me. Especially when it's like the princess of the throne. Yeah, I'm not messing with that. Yeah, I know yeah. something would bad would happen to me. Or her. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be, you know, dead for, I don't know, maybe trying to kill the, the princess daughter <laughs> or the, the princess of the throne. Yeah I, would, yeah, I just wouldn't risk it. This seems way too risky. But again, you know, she snuck into this place and yeah. she's a risk taker. That's yeah. for sure. She's an actor, not a thinker. So um, the prince is out on a horse and he sees this and he comes over and decides to uh, start a snowball fight. And so... Uh, she runs away from Emily and starts having a snowball fight with the prince. And then they do that thing where they kind of topple on top of each other. Yeah. And then they look at each other and they're like, whoa, we're like on top of each other and we're looking at each other. And this mm-hmm. is intense. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, there's an open uh, sleigh that's going by and it has Peter and Sophia in it. And Sophia's still being like rude to this guy and it's like why are you at a carriage ride with him then if you really hate him but um they're together and he's like trying to make his move and she's like not having it and then they see um the prince and emily not emily the prince and amber like flirting and she gets all huffy Mm -hmm. and then uh peter asks the guy to move forward and but he does it by like pointing which is not super helpful to a person who's sitting before yeah. you and yeah, not yeah. looking at you. I think that uh, the, the driver was watching that action, that, that Peter Amber action, so he caught it out of his eye, the signal. Oh, yeah, so. okay. <laughs> the Peter Amber action. It's pretty steamy. You mean the Richard Amber Is his action. name not Peter? Oh, gosh. Peter's oh, the cousin. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Richard Amber action. Yes, yes. Uh, it's just so... I actually have a, I have a really strong gripe with um, <clears throat> European names. <laughs> they're all the same it's like how, no offense to anyone named John out there but <laughs> I hate that name with a passion it's just like how is it still a name there's just so many Johns it's like I don't understand <laughs> but anyways it's uh, usually people getting named after their dads and whatever yeah I, mean, like, yeah I get it your dad was named John but why do you need to be named John and why do you have to name your son John right I think there's yeah. there should be limits to these things it's weird though cause like John I guess because it's also a biblical name, but it has, like, more legs than Gary. I heard Gary was dying as a name. Is it? Okay. As it should be. I don't have a strong feeling about the name Gary, 
Yeah, I mean... Or John. <laughs> Gary Oldman. He's cool. Which yeah. one's he? He's an actor, right? Yeah, he was in Batman's. Or the Batman's. Uh, as uh, Detective Gordon. Ah! Yeah, he's also okay. in that new movie about Winston Churchill. Or the one that's not Winston Churchill. The one that isn't. Yeah, I was gonna There's that. only one man in the world who isn't Winston Churchill, <laughs> and it's about him. And then, uh, well, I forgot his name, but there's one who is not Winston Churchill. My European history is not where it should be. Um, it's got too many names that are European <laughs> that are annoying when exactly, you're reading yeah. them. <laughs> so uh, you're like, I can't even. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Winston Churchill. Yeah. Sure. There is a new Winston Churchill, okay, Finest yeah, Hour, that, something. That's that's scary old man. He's just super. Prosthes. Yeah has prosthetics <laughs> yeah lots yeah. of prosthetics yeah uh all right carriage um oh i just realized with my notes the guy we've been calling peter is actually named simon so if you're like going crazy <laughs> because you watch the movie and you're like who the hell is peter peter is me? simon <laughs> well that can't be true what do you mean that can't be true because his name was peter yeah but we watched this movie like Two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny, though, because, like, in the Bible, Peter's name was Simon. Yeah, I think it, it obviously made a link in your brain. That's what happened. And then, yeah. Yeah, so. So, just, Peter uh, Simon. We'll just blame the Bible for this one. <laughs> <laughs> we could call him The Rock the rest of the time and yeah, yeah, really confuse works. people. <laughs> people that are like, sense. Dwayne Johnson's in this movie. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> And we're like, no, the rock of the church, man. <laughs> so Amber is often making notes on her laptop about um, her experience there as the tutor and who she's experiencing Richard to be rather than the Richard that's been in the papers. And so she says to herself, maybe he's not a playboy. And I'm like, there's no women around. He's hanging out with a sister. Mm-hmm. Do you expect him to be like calling in a bunch of ladies and liquor and like living it up at the palace with his family like come on i would if If you were a prince you just would never stop yeah it would be uh it would be a hard time for everybody (laughs) (laughs) it just seems like not necessarily the best way to determine his character on a day-to-day basis (laughs) yeah yeah especially during christmas time you know um but again, you know, she's an American. <laughs> what can we say? And he's a prince, and so she's in love with him, and whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. So then the prince decides to ride a horse at night. Mm-hmm. And he's going to this cabin in the woods. And this is not taking a horror movie twist, so <laughs> don't worry. Um, she decides, I'm going to follow him. And she gets on a horse, and she starts following him. The horse at some point gets spooked in the woods and then she falls off and then there's wolves. Mm -hmm. And so it's very Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was, this this is probably the part of the movie where it's most, I had to just have the most suspension of disbelief or (laughs) whatever. That works. Um, Because, yeah, she's not from a rich family. Her dad owns like a diner, right? Um, So... She has equestrian lessons. Is that what I'm understanding? She just knows how to ride a horse. Well, later she says, I've ridden a horse like once. Mm. And I just decided to again. And I guess it didn't work out because yeah. I fell off. Yeah, it definitely did not work out. Uh, <laughs> and then... Although, I mean, I've ridden a horse exactly one time. And mm-hmm. the horse was well trained. And I was fine. So you think you feel comfortable just jumping on another one solo and just... 
and just Take going off into the woods. I mean, if I'm Amber and I just do things, yeah. And yeah. So there's a apparently hot <laughs> prince, which I'm still on the fence about. Um, but that wasn't even necessarily the issue. It was the it was, it was a she was following the guy for a good I don't know, let's say 15 minutes. Let's say a minimum 15 minutes. Yeah. And he didn't turn back and look. She. She's not an I expert assumed, tracker. He had to yeah. have seen something, or he would have assumed. He would have seen something. He would. He would have had to. <laughs> There's no way that you can follow someone on a horse for 20 minutes and not notice you're being followed. Like you don't look back once. Yeah, I assumed that he knew that she was following him, but mm. then like he never said as much. Oh, you'd, you'd think he that he would have been like, "Oh, I totally that. knew that you were following she me." I just. Want, oh, he wanted her though. Devious. Okay. I. Because, like you said, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Although, because he never later says, actually, I was letting you follow me, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that he just didn't notice. <laughs> yes, well, maybe. Maybe he had his headphones in and yeah. was just, like, listening to a podcast, just doing. Because I, I can see him, like, getting to the cabin and then getting all, like, you know, putting on this royal robe and just waiting for it. <laughs> that was probably his game plan. Just, like, lying on a bearskin rug in front <laughs> yeah. of a fire, like, hey. Yeah, so myself. <laughs> Um, but actually, no, this makes sense too. And then, like, and then he's like, "Oh, wait, she's not behind me anymore." What happened to her? And then, like, "Oh, wolves, even better, you know." <laughs> I can save the day. So yeah, okay. So fine. he does <laughs> save the day, and uh, she gets on horseback with him. Mm-hmm. They go to this cabin. He explains that did his dad commission the cabin be made for them, or did he make the cabin? Uh, I don't recall. Okay, I for some reason I think that I remember him saying that his dad made the cabin, but that, make, that makes no sense. Well, it makes a little bit of sense. Does it? Because, like, I mean, his dad liked to build things. They made yeah, but, like, making them. a little wooden ornament is very different than, like, constructing a log cabin. He was, that's how he died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe he made it. Maybe he had it made. Regardless, there's a cabin, and uh, the prince associates it um, strongly with his dad and the memories that he has with his dad. So he tells uh, Amber all about his dad. And then he's like, I'm going to go try to grab the horse he lost. (laughs) And then she starts um, trying to take pictures of the cabin. And when she drops something, she notices there's a handle on the uh, desk and she moves it and then out slips this little wooden thing and on it is like an envelope filled with paperwork and so she grabs it and then makes the desk look normal and then she looks at it later that night so big reveal what's the paper paper is that prince philip no that's not his name what's his name richard, richard. Yeah. still richard <laughs> prince richard is adopted what that means he's not the royal heir. Correct. He's adopted. <laughs> um, yeah, and so that's like. Uh, I, uh, so I remember the like the, the whole. It's like what exactly was? I just don't understand what the paper like. What was the plan? Why was he keeping that around where anyone could find it? Um, why wasn't that like in a royal chamber or a bank vault? I don't. I just don't understand. Seems like a, something you might, and and then it also is like what? Sorry, that has had a lot of uh, grievances. I mean, it all makes sense in the terms of like, okay, it's a Netflix movie, but when you think about it, which you shouldn't, 
it just kind of falls apart a little bit. Yeah, it did seem strange that I guess maybe they wanted to tell him when he got older. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in order to tell him, you could just tell him you don't need the paperwork. Yeah. And like, I don't know if there was anything in the paperwork that indicated who his biological family was in case he wanted to reach out to them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking at first. Like, okay, he's going to find his real parents. Maybe his real parents are like, you know, poor or dead or both, you know. <laughs> uh, but no, that doesn't even play into the movie at all. It's just no, like, not at all important. I'm just bad with paperwork. I'm just bad with paperwork. <laughs> um, but yeah, so post... I love the paperwork oh. too, though. Because oh, yeah. it looks it looks like they took a laser printer and uh, printed it that morning. They, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. It was like, Everything's on 8.5 by 11 paperwork, which wow. have... If you've ever gotten your, like, birth certificate, like, there's sometimes, like, different sizes. Like, I, I have one that's, like, I don't know, 5 by 7. They're all, like, weird sizes. Yeah. And they all... And they look old, and they're on different types of paper, and sometimes if there's, like, seals or whatever. This... Yeah. This was all, like, printed that morning. Uh, yeah, it looked very fresh, very new, very generic. I'm like, okay, this is, uh, <laughs> this is not supposed to convince me. They are well aware of their circumstances. Yeah. Uh, so which... Amber has two best friends who she works with at the paper. Mm-hmm. So she calls, she's calls. she been calling home the whole time. And she talks to them, and she's like, I have this big story. What should I do? And they're like, you should run with it. And she's like, I don't know if I can do that. And um, they're good friends. They let her kind of break the story. They don't try to break the story themselves. Mm, true, yeah. And um, now, here's my question for you. Yes. Would you have broken the story? Ooh. Ooh. I don't need to like exhume the moral escapades of this <laughs> Netflix movie, but I'm just curious as to what you would, what you would do. I mean, if it's just a figurehead monarchy, I don't know if I care one way or the other, and this would make my career, mm-hmm. so sure. If it's like, <laughs> I'm going to impact the politics and the government of this country, I'm not mm-hmm. going to get into that. <laughs> so yeah, that's a... I personally... But if I was in that. love with him, I would like tell him and mm-hmm. let him decide. Were you in love with him? No. no. Okay. <laughs> he was fine. He was fine, yeah. That was my general consensus, too. I would be his bud, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe in person he's like, yeah. would sweep me off my feet. That's true. Maybe. But, um, but yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I would say I wouldn't run this story, but not have any type of like moral high ground. It's just uh, they would probably arrest me, right? It seems like, you know, you fake your identity, you sneak into my castle, we can put you to death or something, right? Well, maybe you like... L- Go to the country that neighbors Aldovia and mm-hmm. then break the story there oh, rather than break the story yeah. in Aldovia. I don't know. I feel like they have some type of hitman in Aldovia. <laughs> Those Aldovian yeah. hitmen. They will travel the ends of the earth and find you. Yeah. I think that's who uh, that's who Peter was in the story. That's <laughs> now I recall. Peter Simon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I personally would not, but not because I'm a good person, just because I would definitely die. That's. Oh, they would kill me, for sure. I know, I know. So, like, the main thing with you is just, like, I want to survive. Like, yeah. I don't want to take this girl on toboggan, because I want to survive. Oh, yeah. I don't want to break the story, because I want to survive. Then again, you wouldn't have broken in to begin with, because you yeah. want to survive. Exactly. I, I enjoy living. <laughs> I enjoy. It's one of my favorite pastimes, so. 
<laughs> I always love that joke of like, he he did what he loved up until the very end, which is living. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> very insightful. Then there's like the Christmas party. Mm. And like they had this really pretty castle that they were filming. And I don't, I assume they weren't filming in it, but they have some uh, helicopter shots of it. And yeah. they have some like pretty interior stuff of like fake Ming vases and like fake paintings, whatever. And everything looks really nice. So when they get to Christmas, they like hang all these like chintzy lights up. It made it look terrible. I'm like, just, <laughs> just put up fake greenery and be done with it. What are you doing? It looked terrible. I was very upset. <laughs> you were very okay. <laughs> I didn't notice that, um, but I see. You know, I guess you're fixated on these things. Yeah, uh, the aesthetics. Lost. No. What What happens? So we're post wolf, post adoption. Oh, because she. What happens? She has the adoption papers oh, in her room, right? Yes, and, and Sophia then... wants Amber out. So she wants to find dirt on Amber because exactly. she thinks that Richard and Amber are going to become an item, and she wants to become an item with Richard. So she just starts yeah. pawing through her stuff, and she sees these very fake-looking documents mm-hmm. and assumes they're real, which, of course, in this movie they are. Yeah. And <laughs> she is like, okay, Simon, let's get married. And mm-hmm. we'll put into motion our plan. And we don't know what their plan is, but it's pretty obvious what their plan is going to be. Yeah. They're going to out him as being adopted and then move Simon in as the next male heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. Because it, it always goes to the next male descendant. And um, it's the Christmas Eve party. And everyone's there. And then uh, Amber makes a grand entrance yeah. in her fancy dress and her Way too much makeup. That, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, personally, I think Amber, she was like cute, you know? Yeah, she's cute. Yeah. It's, all, you know. it's that girl from My Zombie. I don't remember her name. Oh, I never saw it. But I was like, okay, she's pretty cute. Yeah. And then she's like doing this whole like regal outfit attire. I'm like, I'm not attracted to you at all anymore. <laughs> I think it was the makeup. Yeah, too much. A bit too much. It was very dark around the eyes. Mm-hmm. It's very raccoonish. Yes. Very bandit-esque. Wasn't feeling it. <laughs> Six out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, she makes a big entrance. Everyone's like, ooh, who's that girl? And then uh, Emily gives her a smile because she's the one who orchestrated her to get this big makeover. Mm-hmm. And then just to, like, indicate to Emily, like, I'm still the same old girl. She, like, sneaks out her shoe, which is still the red shoes. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember that, but that's, that makes sense. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I'll, give him, oh, I'll give him points for that. Um... Yeah, okay. So, uh, and then, is that where they, they're playing into action? Yeah. So, uh, Richard's kneeling. He's becoming the king. They have this long vow thing that gets spoken over him, and he's like, I do, or whatever. Cause he's, like, mirroring his country or something. Mm-hmm. And then it, there's a point where it's like, if anyone has any problems with this, speak now. Yes, okay. And then Simon is like, Richard is not... The real heir. Yeah. Check out these totally legit adoption papers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that happens, and it turns out that nobody knew. Well, the mom knew, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Richard... She had a hysterical pregnancy, and they were like, here's a baby! And she's like, I was totally right, guys! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Richard's like, okay, uh, why didn't you tell me? He's like, well, we wanted to, but 
you know, your dad died, and then you turned, like, 40, and then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he rightfully asked, okay, but, like, I have a little sister who seems to be yours, and he's like, well, she was a miracle, I'm like, okay, that's fine, I guess, um, I guess technically proof, you know, that she wasn't fertile, and she should have been, because, uh, like, she had the spinal bifida, right? Uh, so I don't know, is that genetic? Is it? I don't know. Uh, I thought it had to do with, like, you know, like, having pregnancy issues. I really don't uh, know for sure. Um, but, yeah, uh, neither of us is a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I am not. Um, but, yeah, so... Stop sending in your medical questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, okay, that's fine. It just seems It happens like... pretty frequently, though. Like, as soon as people take the pressure of, like, having to get pregnant mm-hmm. off of themselves by adopting, they'll end up having a kid. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. But, yeah, I... Uh, you want to only chop it down. It's like we didn't tell you because we needed to make this movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, fine. Again, the suspension of you know disbelief. Yeah, um, but they have like a nice moment where she's like afraid that her son is not going to um, like reconcile with her, but then he does, and that that was nice. I liked that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't that that heavy of tension. I thought. It was. I mean, fine. this movie is pretty short, so <laughs> yeah. that's like... what I did appreciate. I thought I had good pacing. Uh, yeah, that's true. There was no the... bit yeah. where I was like, "Oh, move dragging. on." Yeah, good pacing. Um, but what happens after that? So the he they work it out with each other, and what happens after that? Does she? She goes back to America, right? She does, okay. and um, she goes back home. And she writes this long, schmaltzy piece about what a great guy Richard is. And um, the editor-in-chief hates it and says, we're not going to run it. Which is insane. There's a story about a prince in Europe who can't become king because he's not of royal blood. And this entire time, everyone thought he was. And there's a secret adoption. And then, like... Uh, all this other stuff. And so the idea that, like, oh, we don't like the tone of it means you're not going to print it. Like, she was there the entire time. Like, she's the one who found it. Like, (laughs) she's deeply a part of the story. Like, you would run it. Like, even if you made her rewrite it because you didn't like the style of it, there's no way that you would have someone who was living in the palace for two weeks and then not tell the story. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's like a fluff piece or it's too, like, you know. Yeah, it was too uneven towards the prince in a good way, or it's too yeah. Essentially, it's a fluff piece, is what they said, um, if I recall correctly. And so then she it. quits. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's what happens. Cool, quitting's not good. Um, and yes, now this is we're recording, right? Or no? No, yeah, I never stop. Oh, okay, okay. So pass. So she quits, and then she's yeah, okay. And then she's at the diner. And it's a New Year's party. Was it a Christmas party? New Year's party, right? It was a New Year's party by this point, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, and then, like, she, so she's chilling with her two friends, um, the guy and the girl, and then their dates show up. And they announce themselves by throwing snowballs at the window, yeah. not coming in. Felt like that was a little rude. I, what, is that a thing they do? I've never noticed that. <laughs> I mean, I've not spent a ton of time in places that snow. Yeah. Maybe it's a thing. I don't know. I, uh, the scene, yeah, it's like, what if I broke the window? Or It just seems annoying, right? Uh, three guys and they just... It just I, feel, I would feel threatened, is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would be startled, at least. Yeah, so and then I'd be like, oh, hello. And then I'd be like, why aren't you coming in? <laughs> um, maybe... Now, 
because this is the point where so they have the New Year's party and they're like so the the, <laughs> the her and her two friends there's three guys that show up for them right two right. of them leave she's like now I'm gonna stay here two of them leave um and then I guess the third guy was just like well <laughs> you guys promised me a date and now I'm just watching <laughs> you guys uh, but sorry for that guy. Uh, I do feel sorry for that guy <laughs> I mean it's kind of the friend's fault for not clearing it with her yeah, first and being true. like we have this guy for you and we're all gonna us three and our three dates go out and then the fact that she wasn't already on board yeah like is uncool for that guy he's just like <laughs> gonna hang out with these four people yeah, two different yeah. couples and then he and him <laughs> yeah, uh, unfortunate <laughs> yeah for that guy. but uh yeah so he'll get his movie next year maybe <laughs> <laughs> we'll start there and uh, go from there yeah, Christmas rejection. <laughs> or a New Year's rejection, rather. Yeah. Um, no, because, again, with the snowballs. Because then after they leave, because I know the Prince Richard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He shows up. Does he throw a snowball? He does. Him? Okay, that's what. That's why he did that. And okay. then when it was the second time that I was like, that's odd. Because the first time I'm like, maybe they're just weird kids. That's fine. Yeah. But when he did it, I was like... Wait, is this a thing? <laughs> is it the guy who got rejected? He's like, no. <laughs> we're coming up. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So then, yeah. Prince Richard shows up. He flies from Aldovia to, I'm just going to assume New York. Uh, yeah, right? it's New, New York City. It is New York. Okay. Um, and they talk. And she's like, what are you doing here? He's like, well, wait, what's he doing here? I guess. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Did he give a reason aside from proposing? Uh, no, he he just said, you know, I'm here for you, I think. Oh, like that. Yeah, so essentially that. Now, here's my, my problem, right? <laughs> With the movie. Okay. Again, suspension of, of, you know, disbelief. Right. He, they, I was like, okay. So when he proposes, she's like, I hardly know you. We hardly know each other. I'm like, okay, is this going to be one of those movies where they actually don't get together and it's like, you know, the trope averted. But, uh... <laughs> No, they, they confess, like, yeah, I hardly know you. They both acknowledge that. And then they're like, okay, but I'm rich. Or no, she's like, well, you're rich and a prince. And I, I, what? he's a prince. And she's like, you know, this reporter that he met for two weeks, you know? And I guess it's a common thing in movies, but th- is there any... I feel like I was missing something. Or like, <laughs> was there any type of... Did they know anything about each other past, like, the snow fight and the, uh, you know, being on top of each other for that five minutes? Like, they didn't even have any type of intercourse or... Did they, <laughs> they, do, anything? They didn't do anything? I just don't understand. It's like... Usually, it's a family movie. I get... I, yeah. I was just... I was just floored by that. It just, it's like... Yeah, it's like really two weeks. We didn't... We didn't do anything, you know? We wrestled once. You threw a few <laughs> snowballs at me. I think they did kiss once. Did they? At, at the cabin. Because I, I do have a note. She's like, I have something to tell you. And she's about to confess. Mm-hmm. And then he kisses her. Oh, and that um, seems like a really odd time to kiss somebody. I have oh, something yeah. to tell you. I don't want to hear it. I'm yeah. going to kiss you right now. <laughs> I'm going to have to learn that method. <laughs> My boss calls me to his office. <laughs> like, nope, don't want to hear don't this. Don't want to hear this. <laughs> Coming in hot. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, fine. So, yeah, they had one kiss, they had one wrestle, they had one snowball fight. Mm-hmm. But they had no fights, they had no, you know... Yeah. Nothing substantial, in my opinion. 
I just feel I, I just don't understand what that message is, right? It's like, what is that message? I can't, I can't understand it. The message is when you know, you know, is and that it's what like that is? it's. Yeah, it's silly because you should like have a fight. You mm-hmm. should understand what that other person's about, not just what they're like around Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I kind of I kind of left feeling because that's the end of the movie essentially. She's like, okay, yeah, I'll marry you, and then we'll <laughs> she doesn't say it like that. Like, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> well, whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, honestly, the princess was uh, proposed to me, you know. I'd jump on that. I yeah, yeah, I sure. Or not. Exactly. Like, yeah, well, I was thinking about this too. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I would say yes to any prince. And then I was thinking about like, didn't one of the Saudi Arabian princes almost have his like brother killed or something? Mm. Like there seems to be like too much going on in that yeah. family. Okay. So like not a Saudi Ra- Arabian prince, but like any other prince, I'll yeah. say yes. There's limits, obviously. There's <laughs> limits, you know, I'm not trying to get anyone killed or kill anybody. Right, right, right. Unless but it's like true a love. stable, unless it's true love. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. That's the cop, yeah. Um, <sighs> but yeah, so... so I yeah, know. I mean, I understand wanting to marry a prince, sure. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. But, like, wanting to marry a New York City reporter. Yeah. I mean, she's cute. Yeah, but she's not, like... I thought she was cuter than Sophia, in my opinion. But she's not, you know... When you're a prince, you can really kind of just be with anyone you want. <laughs> Pretty much. I would just, I would, I would, I would, you know, shop around a bit more. I said, <laughs> should I just say in, in Aldovia? In Aldovia. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would make sure I'm aware of all my options, you know? Maybe there's another magazine with a better reporter, you know? I don't know. It just seems, yeah. I left, I left a feeling like there was a greater metaphor to be understood. <laughs> um, Is that what you felt? I, that is what I thought. It was like, well, because we also glossed over like how they found out that he was allowed to be king. Oh yes, yeah. that was a really important part. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so she's all sad and she's sitting in the airport and she's about to go home, and he's not going to be king. Instead, it's going to be Simon mm-hmm. slash Peter, yeah. and he gets married, Simon, and. Uh, they go into the parliament to have him sworn in as the king. And um, she realizes, she's talking to her dad, and her dad says something about, Mm -hmm. like, you have a seed of something. (laughs) I don't know. He's, like, big with, like, metaphors that don't really make any sense. And she's like, say that again. And he's like, uh, seed. (laughs) And she's like, oh, my gosh, seeds, acorns. This is amazing. And so then she runs. And she gets in there, to and <laughs> yeah, she uh, she's already in Aldovia. She's in the airport. Oh, is she? Yeah. No, is she? Yeah. She's on the phone with her dad. With her dad, yeah. She has a really great plan. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, that's what <laughs> happened. Yeah, it's been a while. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so then she she runs the castle. I've actually seen the end of this movie twice. Because my sisters were watching it, yeah, and I came in late, sure. and then I watched it You're again. that person on Netflix that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It all makes sense. <laughs> this adds up. This adds up. Um, so she runs in, and then the housekeeper is like, who's never really liked her, is like, what are you doing here? You're a fraud, and we told you to get out, and you're here. <laughs> and she's like, we need to get that acorn. 
uh, I'm going to help the prince become king. And so then they run to the Christmas tree and they grab the acorn ornament that the dad had made. Mm -hmm. And then they pop it open and there's some paperwork in there. Because I guess he just loves a whimsical way of hiding paperwork. (laughs) There's one thing we know about that king. I assume he had dementia. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to shove this into a desk, and I'm going to shove this into a nut, and I'm going to shove this here. Who knows? They're going to be, like, going through, like, the library later, and there's going to be just, like, important documents and bills, like, everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it says the king, uh, by order of the king, I can choose whichever... Uh, predecessor I want and I'm choosing my adopted son so um, suck it Mm -hmm. and um, they they run over to the parliament and they haven't been able to swear in Simon straight away because apparently you need a quorum of the uh, whatever's parliamentary but they didn't need that for the first dude unless they did it and they just didn't show it because no one cares Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they did it, didn't show it. Then they had a big party to, like, do it official. And then he wasn't able to finish that part because it turns out he was adopted. But now there's this paper, and then Simon's there, and they have the quorum, and he's about to get sworn in. But then they go to that part where it's like, if anybody has anything to say, and then... Amber, the main character, runs in with the paper and she's like, I have something to say. You can't be the king because the last king said that he could choose the king and he's chosen Prince Richard. So take that. So then they swear in Prince Richard as the king and she like slips away and goes to the uh, airport again, I guess. Yeah. And then fast forward. She's in the diner. Yeah. Snowballs. These men keep snowballing there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, oh, and actually, at this point, she's not even a reporter. She's just a diner worker. Right, because she quit. Yeah, she quit. So, and then back to what I was saying about this grander metaphor that I felt like the movie was having. It was like about... Well, there's two things. It's like, it was the, the, it's like the retelling of, like, the... What is it? It's the... I don't know, that 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 hope that, like, your your mediocre life and just entire existence of mediocrity will somehow be, you know, vanished by this prince, you know, this foreign prince uh, who just comes into your life and says, you're okay the way you are, and I'm going to I'm gonna just take you to these new heights of life, right? And I feel like there's always that telling of something like that in every generation, and this is unfortunately ours, right? Um, <laughs> this so is yeah. the Cinderella tale of our time. Yeah, it's just like, why, why, yeah, it's the Cinderella tale, essentially. And, uh, oh, it is Cinderella. It's exactly Cinderella. I don't know why. I didn't. <laughs> it's only uh, one of the most famous yeah, fables so I, in I human history. That's, yeah. The Cinderella. This is Cinderella. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like, why do we feel the need for... There's something about, like, archetypal story and metaphor behind Cinderella, I'm sure, that I have to do some research to see <laughs> why it's so, like, just poignant, poignant. How do you say that word? Poignant? Poignant, I hate that word. Um, in our society, continually, like, throughout the centuries. And uh, more more so than that is, like, the story of, like, uh, you know, almost, like, the meaningless and random of randomness of life, right? Like, so she's just this reporter, but more so on... Richard side, like he's not even really a prince. He's just some guy born into the right circumstances at the right time. Um, yeah, just like life is a chaotic, 
beautiful mess of meaninglessness. <laughs> yeah, I think if there's one thing to take away from A Christmas Prince is that life is a chaotic mess. <laughs> yeah. uh, nihilism, really. It's yeah. Like trying to... <laughs> yeah, it's it's shocking that you would go to nihilism, of yeah. all things. Uh... You, Hotel, <laughs> would do that. The Christmas Prince is nihilistic propaganda at its core. <laughs> that's my final review. I have a feeling that that's your review of all movies. <laughs> In a sense, I guess. <sighs> okay, so that's the movie, guys. We're going to review it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one to five stars. Stars rate how good a movie is. So I'm going to say I'm going to give it two stars. Mm-hmm. The production value was okay. Some of the props looked kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the settings looked good. The acting was fine. Um, and, uh, yeah, it it can't be any more than two stars because the plot is stupid. And (laughs) (laughs) okay. Uh, now this is a, this scale, just so it's my first time on the show. This is, we can't adjust the scale for the type of movie it is, right? It's just, oh, I always do. Oh, you do? Like, I, I mean, most of these movies I give like two or three stars. Too, I feel that, like I don't know I don't actually write any of these ratings down I have oh, no way yeah. like, unless I listen back to my own podcast which happens but oh. not very often for a Christmas rom-com drum and I haven't seen many parumpa pom pom that's good that's good um, I'm, I'm gonna give it a solid 3 maybe even a 3.5 for what it okay. is okay yeah is. yeah no that's fair I you know I hate movies I love movies. I hate trash, right? Um, I find movies that are bad to just be like a prison, right? It's like I'm stuck in this, this I'm stuck in this two in hours of nonsense. Yeah, so where I I love it. Yeah. I love trash. Yeah, yeah. anything so, dirty yeah, or that. ratty or rusty. Uh, so for example, like High School Musical, you know, at its core, it's trash. But I oh yeah, it. yeah, oh yeah. Same with this movie. I, I don't love it. I give. And if we're gonna go on a scale of bad movies, I give High School Musical a five, and this like a like a three. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's just my scale in terms of. There's good music and dancing in, in High School Musical. There's yeah. there's something there. And really great plot development. Eh. No. <laughs> but it's got Zac Efron. Uh, well, yes, it does. Oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I uh, I really like Zac Efron, and that's again another conversation for another time. We'll watch. We could do like a bad movie podcast just about his movies. That sounds good. Yeah, he's been in quite a few. Yeah, he has a few bad ones, but he's been in quite a few movies in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We could we could just do Zac Efron all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, he's really good in The Greatest Showman, so I say go see that. Actually, it's kind of hammy to be honest. But still, let's see. It's pretty good. I like it. Uh, so, yeah. Three out of five. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> did you take any enjoyment from making fun of it? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, uh... I would say this, I don't know, three and a half or four nuts. Yeah. I'll get, we'll do acorns this time. Acorns? <laughs> or nut <laughs> ornaments or whatever you want to call. <laughs> I, uh, again, my first time being on the show. I never really tore a movie apart like this, so I'm, I had a fun time. I had a blast. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it four acorns because I don't know what a five looks like. I don't know what a three looks like. So if I'm ever back on the show, I might have something to uh, judge it off of. Yeah, so. I don't know. I'm 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 full of the Christmas spirit. 
Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. I'm giving it four. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we're we're in agreement. Four four acorns. Yeah. And a two point five average. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Alrighty. Well, uh, thank you, Hotep, for being on. Do you have anything to plug? Any video series, Twitter handles, websites? Uh, yeah. If you enjoy theology and or my personality, really, it's and or it doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, you should check out our YouTube page. Uh, it's youtube.com slash justgodjust. That's J-U-S-T, G-O-D, J-U-S-T. Also on Twitter, justgodjust. Whatever Twitter looks like. I don't I don't use Twitter much. I have a guy <laughs> do my Twitter for me. Um, so yeah, and we're on Facebook. You just Facebook Just Got Just, and you will find us. And we're, we're fun. We're smart. We're very well-rounded, <laughs> if I say so myself. And they have great guests, yeah. like me. Okay, well, you don't need to toot your horn all the time, I guess. <laughs> it's my own podcast. Why do you think this exists? This exists only so I can put myself out there and be like, I'm amazing. Everyone love me, please. Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> this is an affirmation-centric uh, uh, podcast. <laughs> this is why it exists. I mean, we're a podcast, but just ways of stroking our own ego. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it's all about. That's what Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, apologies for the huge break in recording on my end. Uh, there was a hurricane, and then we were thinking about changing up the format of the show. And basically, we decided not to, but we're going to have more guests. So uh, you will occasionally still hear Don and Kathleen, but you will hear more other people too. Um, I'm going to try to get uh, episodes out on the second Saturday of every month and uh, it'll be movies from wherever I could get them and yeah so keep on keeping on uh, we're on iTunes and everywhere you have an RSS feed and or whatever it's called now it's Apple Podcasts or something non- some nonsense I don't, they changed their name um, and we're on Facebook we have a page we might have a group someday. I don't know. But yeah, not another bad movie podcast. And our website has gone away. But we have a Libsyn podcast, uh, Libsyn website instead. So not another bad movie podcast dot Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. And you can follow us on Twitter at N-A-B-M podcast. And uh, if you want to throw a dime our way, you can. Uh, search for us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Later. Merry Christmas. <laughs>